When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome to another edition of the BS Sessions. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Why do Feeling I always have to get so animated? <laughs> <laughs> People think I'm a total drunk. It's all an act. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm actually surprised how this final game is going. You know, Boston's actually winning at halftime. Ah, fuck. I know. If I go and stay, would have blown away at home. But, man, 56-54 halftime, Boston's in the lead. Did you, uh, did you hear what Charles Barkley said? <laughs> he does not like Golden State Warriors fans or the team. No, he said Golden State will win in six. And this is I I, I think you said if he, if 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 Golden State beats Boston, they want you a bowl of shit or something like that. No, if Boston beats Golden State. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's saying Golden State will win in six. And he looked at Kenny and goes, Tell me in a week. You know, I'll eat a horse. Right. I'll eat a plate of horse shit. <laughs> If they do, <laughs> so he's telling him, hold him to his word. Ooh, that'd be ugly. I wonder if yeah. they'd make it real shit on the air, or they would like make it like a cake, look like shit. Uh, I'm sure they would decorate it up for him a little bit. I think. Do you think? I think it would be a celebration. Do you think he'd really do it? <laughs> no, oh, no. Charles <laughs> Barkley's a good guy, man. Yeah, he uh, is. He's funny as hell. That's what I've always liked about him. He's honest. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get started on the show, we got lots of things to talk about tonight. Uh, we have two main things. We have like, uh, we picked an all female band, what our all female band would be. And uh, we're also, we're going to end it with our top five guitarists, not from the 60s or 70s, or Slash, Eddie Van Halen, and Stevie Ray Vaughan, and Steve Vai, and Joe Satriani, and uh, Jimmy Page, Jimi Hendrix, you know. <laughs> this was this was kind of tough, the parameters, so. Well, I want to make it tough. Why should we be easy, man? The, fa- I know. the fans Everybody probably else, see, yeah. the probably fancy number one, Eddie Van Halen, number two, Jimi Hendrix, or number one, Jimmy Page. You know, it's all basically the same top five, just in d- different orders. I mean, I have a couple from the 70s, but you never hear them as far as, as the best guitarists, or even mention the same name. But, uh, I think it's a pretty cool list, pretty diverse. <laughs> and my female band is basically metal. I stuck with the metal theme. I didn't put like, you know, I thought about Ann Walsh and Pat Benatar, but kind of kept it metal in a way. I didn't. Mine's a fucking total mix-up mindfuck. Yeah, I didn't know what to do exactly, but uh, I, I pretty had, cool. I just, I'll, I'll tell you why I picked this band and at my reasoning for it. But um, also, I want to talk about, do you know about Mitch Malloy, the singer Mitch Malloy, who's supposedly up for the Van Halen gig after Sammy? Uh, right, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, he's been the lead singer since they fired Terry, Terry Lanois. I think he was in TNT or one of those Canadian bands. All right. Okay. They fired him, and he made two albums with them, which, eh, I didn't like them. I hated them, in fact, because I can't hear Mark Kendall without Jack White. Jack Jack Russell. Jack it's, Russell, yeah. Jack Russell. Fuck you, Mark Michael Lardy. Like and it's Jack and Mark, man. A dyna- dynamic duo needs to be back. And there's another thing. 
I found out today, I was listening to a podcast. Thank you, Mike, Michael Lardy, because he said this. Now, you know how people complain that these bands all went to freaking blues to get more fans and shit? Like, they mm-hmm. Cinderella's first album, and they went right, all the blues. Long and yeah. then freaking Great White's first album, and then Once mm-hmm. Bitten's uh, Shot in the Dark's more bluesy. And then right. it goes progression to Once Bitten. Michael Lardy said, because when he hears, when he heard Mark Kendall play in practice, he always did these blues notes. He's like playing, his favorite players are blues. So it's not like they put that in there because they wanted to be bluesy. They did it because it was a natural progression for the band because of Michael Lardy's. I mean, Lardy's. Their, I mean their, their biggest influence was Zeppelin, and that's bluesy. They yeah. do blues rock. I mean, come on now. Yeah. So I'm just saying that people with that. I, and Mitch Malloy is horrible, by the way. Um, I seen. Wasn't ever confirmed he was, he was actually hired by Van Halen? Was he? I don't know. You know, this. This guy's going out on tour, right? He's going to do a Van Halen experience tour. What experience? Did he? He had no experience except he had an honorable right. mention of trying out for Van Halen, and he was right, almost the yeah. choice. That doesn't make sense. Why you do? Uh, you can't even sing Van Halen, dude. You can't you know? even sing Sammy Hagar. <laughs> you can't sing Jack Russell. What the make things you could sing David Lee Roth? Yeah, I, I, that's. You know, it's, that's just taking advantage of Eddie, I think, or in the Van Halen name, I think. But he has no right to it. He's, exactly. I get Gary, it. I get that, Gary but... Sharon would have more right to him, didn't he? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> he did nothing. He recorded a demo. It was horrible. Yeah. Well, fuck that uh, guy. Jack yeah. Russell is the only, but good news <laughs> is they hired Andrew Freeman. And you know who Andrew Freeman is? He's from, uh, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't Last know in Line. The new band with Vivian Campbell has two albums, Last in Line. He's the singer. Really? That's not what I was thinking of. No, Andrew Freeman. No, I can't believe you. I just thought that's not who I was thinking of. I never even heard of that yet. I didn't know he was doing that. Yeah, he's he's really good, dude. I'm thinking, wow. Oh, it's not going to still, but he'll have more of a bluesy voice than the last two had so i think if they make a new album with them i'll like it more than i did with the last album. Uh, i'm way off i'm thinking canadian like helix or killer dwarfs or no. Like that. no i'm way off okay you're way off okay killer, killer dwarfs rule by the rule they by do the oh god i fucking love killer dwarfs great video stand tall stick to your guts i used to be the 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 a friend of daryl dwarf or the drummer i forgot his uh, real name he's a tampa bay buccaneers fan Big time Canadian loves football. He lives in Tampa though. But uh, I used to be friends with him until I lost my account. He won't add me back because he probably thinks I'm fake. <laughs> <laughs> and I because I talked to him before because I said, dude, where can I get the free the the killer dwarfs album? So well, Epic owns the rights to them. They won't let me release them. And if you want to illegally download it, go ahead. <laughs> because I ain't making shit <laughs> off of it. <laughs> he's a fucking cool dude he texted me back like that i fucking missed talk and then i lost freaking you heard did i tell you about greg chase on yeah he told me about him on facebook he blocked you he blocked blocked me over baseball dude (laughs) baseball i I, he was talking about that freaking player from st louis who used to be in arizona that's his favorite player and he said, he's the best player in baseball. And I go, well, Mookie Betts' stats are better than his. 
I think Mookie is, but whatever. And then he says, look up the stats. And then I said, yeah, I looked up the stats. He's leading in home runs and runs. <laughs> and he's way above your guy on, on base percentage. <laughs> and he's just above him. He's just above him on slugging. And then I, I said, and I'm glad your guy got tr- isn't in our division anymore. And then block. Couldn't see the comment no more. <laughs> what the hell? I know. I thought we having were, a bad day. I thought we're, uh, somebody told me that. I'm not going to talk about it here. But somebody said he probably... He's dealing with something. Oh, okay. Look, Greg, man, I still love you. I'm still supporting your Atomic Kings, man, but now I can't see your <laughs> fucking videos because you blocked me, son of a bitch. Oh, wait, I just sounded <laughs> like the sponge. <laughs> okay. But um, so what do you think about that, Andrew Freeman? Great White. Uh, like I said, I mean, Great White is Jack Russell and yeah. Mark Kendall, man. Uh, I would like to see, I know you don't like, you're not a big Lardy fan, but he's part of the, you know, the classic lineup, you know, Audrey DeBro, I can't say his name, the drummer, Montana. Audrey DeBro, is that his name, the drummer? Yeah, no. I mean, that, to me, that's great white, I mean, anything yeah, else? I just, I just call him a dick because he was part of the reason Jack got kicked out. No, I get it, yeah, but. Uh, it's like you're pissed off at, who are you pissed off in Night Ranger? Oh, Jeff Watson. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> see, yeah. That'll always stick with me. It sticks in my crawl, man. Fucking, I, you got screwed over big time, but. Hello. Well, you never what can you do? Yeah. And then, um, Beavis and Butthead, man. Did you see that preview? Do <laughs> I did. Universe? So, what? They were like in the 80s or something, and they got time warped to the 2000 time warped but yeah. And they said this year. Is sucked. that what it is? I, 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 I just love people who see the preview. I just love it. And it says the year 2022, and he goes, wow, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. And he goes, what? 69. What? No, above 69. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? 2022? Yeah, they're sitting above. there with that spaceship going like <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> Classic. Oh, man. Uh, all right, man. I want to I want to put a shout out to one of my favorite players who retired as a 49ers today. Frank Gore, man. Love the guy. Class act. All through his career. Played hurt a lot. Never heard him complain. He was one questionable call away from being a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's the experience. It's, uh, you know, being a Niner fan, of, I think he's a first, first ballot Hall of Famer, but I think he might have trouble getting in at first, man. What do you think? Well, he played longer than the two above him, right? I agree, but uh, you they know, go by like, hey, it took him that long to get all those yards. I think maybe he'll be a first ballot. I'm thinking third. Take him through. I mean, Terrell Davis is there because he won two Super Bowls. I mean, his numbers yeah. weren't—they were good for like two or three years. He played for like six, seven years. Didn't he? he had bad migraine problems though. But uh, you know, ah, you know, as far as I'm concerned, everybody put on a 49 uniform for the first round ballot Hall of Famer. But you know, I think <laughs> really? he's going to have Alden Smith. I'm just joking. Yeah. He could have been. Hey, Alvin Smith is, yeah, but uh, I, I hope he gets in. Uh, I'm happy he's uh, won his first boxing match, too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I hope he becomes part of the organization somehow. I know they were talking about it, you know, in some kind of scouting department or some shit like that. I hope he stays with the team. Like, you know, him and Joe Staley, man, were a big part of uh, – the resurgence of the 49ers and I hope they stick with the franchise, you know? Mm. 
Joe Staley's doing something with us, is, with them, isn't he? I no. don't know exactly, but man, he's just small. He's gotten. <laughs> yeah, he, it's like Barry Bonds when he stopped playing, his head shrunk because <laughs> he stopped doing steroids. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he was a great player. Love Frank Gore, man. Fucking good luck, whatever he does. You know, thank you for uh, turning our shitty team around. <laughs> yeah, and then they fired Harbaugh, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Chip Kelly. Fucking, he sucks in UCLA too, man. Oh God, like Jim Tomsala, Mike Singletary. Mike, Mike Singletary was good at the end of the year. He's like, yeah, we're gonna go to the next year. We're gonna win a lot of games. Look at Mike. Mike got the team turned around. Fucking, who was that other guy? There was some other guy too. He's yeah, yeah but he was player. he was a victim of bad luck. Remember that that game in Minnesota when Brett Favre threw that last yeah. touchdown? It's like we had that game, dude. We had him sacked twice. Yeah. And fuck, he throws that long touchdown over, dude. That was fucking poor Mike. That was on him. Oh, God, we had Dennis Erickson, too. That's what I'm thinking of. Man, oh, dude, I want to forget that. <laughs> Bad. I think the ones in my era, Bill Walsh. Uh, yeah, Bill was Eric the first. Seifert, yep. Uh, and uh, the dude on the NFL, uh, Steve Mariucci. Steve Mariucci, yep. And then Harbaugh. And Shanahan. Shanahan. and Shanahan's good, so we're getting we're getting back. I think we had a fuck of what three shitty coaches out of all the coaches we had. Yeah, there was all in a row. Good. <laughs> oh, who's the guy? The guy, Mike, 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 Nolan, Mike Nolan. Oh, Mike. Oh, dude, I tried to forget about him, but they didn't <laughs> give him a team. No, he, no, he, they didn't. They drafted all the players that won for Jim. And that in that his coaching error, what, it's Alex, like Alex Smith, Frank Gore, all those people got drafted during Mike Nolan. So you right. can't say he's that bad. Just he didn't Willis, have an offense. Yeah. Joe guys. Staley. Yeah. Everybody was drafted during the Nolan pick made some good picks. Yeah. They would allow him to he only coach what two years? Two or three years. Yeah. So I remember, he started, I remember he tried to start JT O'Sullivan over Alex Smith. I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> Everybody's like, who? <laughs> Ugh, that was a rough year, that one in 15 year, man. <sighs> I was still listening to the games at work on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but we got like, I think like five or six primetime games this year. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I hope we do good. I'm not going to. You know, I have to say it. They're going to fucking suck this year, okay, man? They're going to suck. I think the Rams <laughs> are better. Fucking Kyler Murray went back to OTAs. So, I was hoping he was going to be out for a while. <laughs> right, somebody go play baseball. <laughs> yeah, man, get out of there. I'm tired of these mobile freaking quarterbacks. Well, now we now have the one. fucking a- the AFC is going to be a fucking brutal festival, fight fest this year, dude. Yeah. There's a lot of good teams, man. Yeah. And then, uh, Let's get to uh, our all-female band. I I did a bass, two guitar players, keyboards, vocal, and two vocalists. I have the traditional vocalist, two guitars, bassist, drummer, drummer. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, I bet you're gonna love my keyboard player. All right, let's go with your drummer. My drummer is Roxy Patrici, a vixen. Uh, she kicks ass. I mean, she's a much better drummer if you listen, to, if you watch her videos and stuff. As far as you know, speed and technique on her YouTube videos and during Dixon songs, but she's a pretty kick-ass drummer. 
Yeah, I picked someone with some funk and could do some rock and could play anything. Sheila E. Oh, nothing wrong with that. I, I thought about her too. But uh, that's a good pick. Yeah, because she plays everything, dude. She can yeah. play anything you want, dude. She's the female near Peart to me. <laughs> All right. And then Prince Protege. Yeah, and then we get to bass. My bass player is, she does a lot of solo albums and she plays with the Iron Maidens right now, Becky Baldwin. Uh, man, she nails Steve Harris fucking perfectly in that band, dude. And her solo stuff is amazing. Um, very underrated. She should get more recognition than she does. Very good. Yeah, I picked someone who could like boom, boom, like into this killer drummer. So I picked Sean Assault of... Uh, Oh, she's a badass bass player, yeah. Shauna Sullivan. Hot, too. I was either going to pick her or the one from the Smashing Pumpkins. Darcy? Darcy. Really? Yeah, I like a Darcy. She's a good bass player? I thought she would just follow the... I don't know. I, I was well, dude, she played what she played, and it sounded like she had some All cool, right. killer rhythm. You know that drummer, Jimmy Chamberlain, is awesome. you got to have a great bass player to play with Jimmy. Yeah. yeah so I, I picked her from... Uh, White Zombie. And what's your guitar player? Good player. Well, okay, both their names right. I got two of them. See if you can guess them. Both have rhyming names, first names. Lita Ford? That's Lita's one. Lita Strauss? Lita Strauss is two, man. Oh, I copied you. <laughs> two absolute badass players. Man. Lita is the, the godmother and Lita is taking over, dude. That woman can jam, dude. Yeah, I agree with you. We picked the same two lady guitars. <laughs> I didn't think you would pick Lita Ford. I knew you picked Nita Strauss, though. Oh, Nita's fucking, I mean, I got to see her with Alice Cooper, you know, a couple years back, and she's just amazing. Her guitar solo is fucking fantastic, dude. I mean, she's, her onstage presence is awesome. I mean, she said it herself. It's like, you might be able to outplay me, but you'll never outperform me. I love that. It's true, man. Fucking, she can she can perform, dude. She's awesome. Yeah, and you, I'm gonna tell you why I picked all these people in this after we're done with our list. But I picked the same two guitar players. You don't have a keyboard player, so I'll go with this one then. Um, I picked uh, Christy McVie from Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, not too many of them that I would really. That's the first one that comes to my mind. Um, so I had to pick one and pick her. Yeah, because I just don't know too many. I'm just, I just don't know too many metal keyboard players offhand. But this band is a mixture. Do everything. Yeah, I kept it more metal though myself. I yeah, but when I get when I get to the vocalist, this band will play with the vocalist. So let's remember that. And then we get to the vocals. I picked two. What did you pick? I picked the one and only Doro, man. Fucking woman's best metal female singer ever in history, dude. Hands down. And hot too, still hot. <laughs> yeah. I never, I, I like her band, uh, Warlock, and I like mm -hmm. her. I just never bought an album by her. And I need, if you guys want to drop box me some freaking music to play on my thatmetalstation.com, uh, I'm there every Tuesday nights from 7 p.m. Pacific to uh, 12, uh, 3, 8. What are you, four or five hours? Two, eight, I'm, I'm four to four and a half kind of <laughs> so yeah whatever i'm i started 8 p.m 7 p.m pacific that was my old time right. i get in earlier from work so i start earlier 
and uh, 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern. So you Eastern motherfuckers need to get on there, dude. Give me some news and start to play some more. I need some fucking Exodus. Okay, sorry. Uh, but um, my vocalist, I picked two. I picked Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm. Not, not a bad pick at all. And I picked Ann Wilson of Heart. I mean, can't go wrong with either one. Yeah. Lizzie, the new album, I bought it. I'll just show you one of my CDs. Fucking right. rules, Back from the Dead. And she can fucking sing, dude. Yeah, and I'll just show you my other one. Yeah, everybody hates this one. I love it. <laughs> and then I just got this one today. Georgia Satellites, Lightning in a Bottle Live. Ah, cool. Two CDs. That'd be cool to listen to. It's yeah. 13 bucks on Amazon, man. That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, I fucking love, I love the fucking, everybody goes, don't name me no lies. I hate that. Right, that's, that's what they think of, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going, dude, Battleship Chains, Hippie Hippie Shake from the fucking hippie, hippie shake, soundtrack, fucking yep. uh, Nights of Mystery, the whole fucking first debut album is fucking, it's not a bad song on it, man. I don't no. know. I think I, we did review it on the Freeform Rock podcast, but I'm not sure. But uh, the reason I picked this band is Sheila Young Drums has a freaking thing. Shauna Salt could play with a lot of fucking like hard, like electronic beats so she could keep up with Sheila. What is she? Is she doing anything now? Huh? I have not heard her name in a while. She I doing know. She, no, she doesn't do shit, I don't think. I knew she had a couple kids. Maybe yeah. she's smothering out or something. See, but I I picked two lead vocalists, but there's also four lead vocalists in this band. So this band could do anything. That's why I picked Lita Ford. All right. She could sing some tracks, and the other women could back her up. The harmonization of this band would fucking just be the that best would be, yeah. you have ever heard in your fucking life. You're definitely dealing with uh, different genres, that's for sure. But the harmonies of Lita Ford, Christy McVie, Lizzie Hale, and Ann Wilson singing harmonies together. You don't even need, and Sheila E. can even sing. You don't even need Sheila E. to sing in this band. It would just fucking rule. It would be fucking hard in the middle of metal and funk with fucking harmonies that are fucking of the angels singing to you from heaven. I picked it because these, these I could have four lead singers that could play instruments. And yeah, that's me. actually that was actually a good decision there. I never thought about that. It's kind of like Night Ranger with Kelly Keegy and freaking Jack Blades. Kind of, but you got four or five in this one. <laughs> yeah. Or what is it, Kiss? All four of them sang. You yep. know, I hate fucking Peter Chris, but uh, I do like uh, some songs by Peter Chris, but the majority of his songs suck. And I best singer in the band. That singer in the band. Oh, that just gave me indigestion. Uh, all right, man. That's for you, Mark Daly, you motherfucking shit steward. <laughs> all right, man. So that's our all-female band. Now we get to the, the top five guitarists, not from the 60s, 70s, or all the guitarists I named earlier. What's your number five? My number five, very probably, no, it's probably should have been higher. But uh, my number five was Rick Emmett, man. The guy never gets any fucking credit, dude. Dude's phenomenal. I mean, he could sing, fucking just wail on the guitar. 
fucking writes brilliant fucking songs and hardly gets any mention as far as great guitar players are concerned. You know. Well, my I agree. Still want to see that fucking triumph thing. I still want to fucking see it. Well, talk to me off air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I get to. I agree with you on Rick Emmett, dude. I just changed one of the guitarists on my list because you reminded me of Rick Emmett. But you know what? He's from the seventies. No, see, that's what I meant. It's like I want it not to go there, but. Some of these people deserve credit, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that, I did that's my number one's from this my number one's from the seventies too, but the guy gets is so underrated and gets no credit. It's like I just wanna include them as far as you know. Dude, the my, the people who know music know Rick. Yeah, I know. But, but he's but he wasn't in the perimeters of this thing. Yeah, I know. I like I said I told you before I was I know. Off of it. <laughs> All right, well I'm just giving you shit. But I pick my number five is that fuck you, Nate Atchison. He isn't better than Eddie Van Halen. Uh, Vito Brada, my number five guitar player. Great guitar player. And fucking Nate Atchison, Big Bushy from the Plug Podcast with him and Metal Mike Tyler. Fucking thinks he's better than Eddie Van Halen. And I'm going, but does he have the body of work, though? He has five albums. Yeah, but I mean, okay, well. Well, I said five albums. Yeah, you have the fuck. I didn't know that. I didn't know the three. <laughs> well, you got the fight to survive. You got pride. You got main attraction. Uh, big game, main attraction, and live album. I think. So, I don't um, know. But no, he's a great guitar player, man. Fucking love those hammer-on harmonics he uses on his solos and shit. And fucking main attraction is my best best album by them. And freaking Lee Gershman from the from the Freeform Rock podcast got mad at me for picking that. <laughs> should I should have picked the other three? <laughs> fucker. I will do pride, fucker. But um, I picked Vita Brada number five. What's your number four? My number four is well, just for the simple fact that I can't inc- I can't really say Jeff Watson's body of work is longer than his, but I go with the other part of uh, the other guitarist in that range, Brad Gillis. Phenomenal player. I just imagine what it was like for him to play fucking, you know, the fill-in for, I mean, take it over after Randy. Mm-hmm. Uh, great guitar player. I don't know what else to say. Phenomenal player. Oh, he's great. I didn't pick him because there's so many. He's guys. like one of the original shredders of the, you know, that, that time period, too. There's so, fucking play. Yeah, Randy Rhodes was was one of the guitarists we couldn't pick. So, <laughs> so uh, that was a good one. But uh, I couldn't pick him. There's too many great ones that I I love better than Brad. Now here's one more thing I want. I hear that Dana Strum was the one that introduced Ozzy to Randy. Is that true? I have no idea. And Brad Gillis. I have no idea, so, dude. I don't know if that's true or not. Just but I knew I Dana Strum freaking got Mark Slaughter and they made a better band than yeah. Vinnie Vincent's Invasions. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of the females, I could have picked Vinnie as a female guitarist. <laughs> but, uh, what the fuck was that? There, we already talked about that. Yeah, we already talked about it, but I just had to get it in because that was one of the jokes I had in my head that I wanted to say and I said it late. But um, what's your number four? You already said I it. said it. Brad Gillis. Okay, my number four is fucking George Lynch, dude. Yeah. God damn, I forgot about him. Dockin. <laughs> yeah. Dockin. One of my favorite guitar players, too. Lynch what the Mob. Fuck, Jerry? 
Lynch Mob, <laughs> yeah. KXM. Don't listen to his hip hop album, but but every album he's done is great. Right, with Oni Logan with Don Dockin with uh, the guy oh, Doug Pinnock from uh, King's X, KXM. Great fucking band. Uh, we did a review on that on Freeform Rock Podcast also. But uh, that's my number uh, four. What's your number three? Uh, one of my favorite players, man. The guy who saved, yes. Trevor Rabin, man. Ah, uh, dude, I forgot about him. <laughs> I mean, I agree with listen, you. Just listen to that whole fucking album, 90125, man. It's just it's, his playing and changes and shit like that. It just fucking mind blowing. Listen dude. to any album with him on it. Talk. Exactly. Talk is my favorite, I mean, dude. I mean, Talk is my favorite. Owner of a Lonely Heart. People say, oh, it's overplayed. But that fucking riff is just... It's never <laughs> overplayed. And we did a review with you on the yeah. Freeform Rock Podcast on 90125. I mean, Shameless plug. And not to mention, not that that guy can fucking sing, too. Great oh fucking... Oh that whole, I mean, his whole era he, is... Yes he, to me. I love John Anderson's voice, but when Trevor sings, I like fucking have a yeah. gunshot. <laughs> I like the one that both sang, like in Changes, for instance. That was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, fucking, dude, his voice, fucking, what? You know, it's like, fucking, right. What does he say? Your heart is inside your head. I fucking just love that yeah. line. He just sings. And then John comes in and they all sing, change, change. We already did the review on Freeform. I mean, look but, at that. Look at, I mean, this look, it's not really his guitar playing, but look at the arrangement he did for uh, Leave It. His what a fucking brilliant tune that is. Dude, his solo yeah. album Can't Look Back, produced by Bob Wilson, yeah. is fucking amazing. No, fuck, I feel like sh- I'm not changing my list, but he will be fucking number one, tied with number one when I tell you what number one is. Right. Fucking, you know how much I love Trevor. No, I'm I a fucking Trevor. I'm surprised, nigga. actually. I'm fucking surprised. <laughs> fuck. I think well, I we had. Have- we had to do this quickly, so you know. Yeah. Well, I had this list done a couple weeks ago, but I got freaking wasted. And <laughs> really, he got wasted. No. Yeah, I got. <laughs> no, I'm not a drunk. I just play one on TV. Uh, okay, but seriously, I only drink during the shows. That's about it. <laughs> oh shit! Golden, Golden State's killing him now by 15. Golden Ooh. State. Yes. Fuck the Celtics. <laughs> Dodgers and Mets are 0 0. Fucking, they got swept by the Pirates, dude. They lost the Panthers, man. Didn't he get swept at Pittsburgh, too? No, we won one there. They won one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The Reds, we are win- playing better. the Reds are playing better ball. I mean, they're still not great, but they're not the worst team in the league anymore. Dude, <laughs> Joe, Joe Davis said about the Pirates with uh, Eric Carroll in the prog- broadcast history this is the best team the Dodgers have played all year. They are killer defense. They threw Gavin Lux out at Fucking home. Uh, <laughs> it's like the defense. Yeah, teams plays. that have nothing. Teams that have nothing to lose and nothing to prove can be dangerous, man. They really can yeah. be. Well, uh, Joe Davis and Dave Roberts even said playing us is like the Pirates World Series to them. Yeah. And so, but uh, the Reds, man, you beat the Red Sox, man. Yeah, finally, it's the first time since 1975 in yeah. there in, in Boston Stadium, Fenway Park. And then you guys lost today, right? Yeah. And yesterday? <laughs> no, I think we won yesterday. I think we won yesterday. Oh, you won yesterday? Won. Oh, cool. You won the series. I think. I think. Well, you do got you do you guys have some good pitching. It's your bullpen yeah. kind of lagged on you. Um, 
when you played the where Dodgers, you, at least. Yeah, where uh, you at? Number three? Did you do number your number three, three yet? No, I haven't done my number three. You just did your number three, Trevor. The fucking Trevor Rabin rules. Yeah, I I pick uh, fucking Warren D. Martini. Some rat. Like, what could you say? I was listening to Stephen Piercy interview today on Eddie Trunk. Um, he says he won't do rap without the four original members with him, at least. And that Infestation album was not... He can't get the four original members. One of them is dead. There's five. Oh, plus him. Okay, I thought you meant, you know, There's, the other four. Yeah, four, you know. Gotcha. Him, I thought you were talking Lotzer, about him and the other four. Martini, yeah. and Crozier. Oh, Crozier, yeah. yeah. I thought so you were talking he, about... He said that today. You guys should go listen to the Eddie Trunk podcast. That episode was killer. He also had on before that. I forgot who it was, but it was a great interview. But uh, I liked it. Oh, what? Uh, no, it was Chris Robinson of the Black Crows. It was the first part of the interview. He was really good. I just saw the Black Crows, and they fucking ruled. Uh, I already talked about that on our Sunday episode. But uh, what they sound so much better live nowadays than they did back when I first saw them when they first came. I think he was drinking vodka on the side of stage. Oh, really? But I heard an Eddie Trunk. He only smokes weed when they're off (laughs) tour, so I don't think he's drinking vodka. As much as I like the original Black Crows, I think the band is better now than the original band was. It is. Every, everybody's like a Mark Ford net swinger. Right. Mark Ford's not in the band. It's not the Black was Crows. Johnny Colt and fucking, I played basketball with the drummer yeah. of that band. Steve Gorman. Yeah, Steve Gorman. <laughs> yeah, it's not Gorman, no Ford. It's not the Black yeah. Crows. Like a, it's the Black, Black Crows, Crows are with fucking the two Chris brothers. and Rich Robinson. Yeah, that's exactly. the Black Crows. And they rule. <laughs> and when I saw them, they had the guitar player Blackberry Smoke because the guy Isaiah is yeah. in a, a metal band too. I can't remember what band he was in, but it's on the Eddie Trunk podcast. What's your number two? My number two is I think this guy brought a good sense of melody to the band when he joined the band in uh, 1980 with Killers, Adrian Smith. Love the guy's technique. Um, I think, like I said, he brought more melody, more, I don't know more tightness to the band when he joined them. And him and Dave Murray are probably still my favorite duo of all time. And then you have those people who want Stratton and the other guy back. <laughs> I, I think people are just... I like them both. I mean, I just, Stratton, he's starting the band for one album. I mean... I'm just saying, people like are all fucking sucking Paul Deano's dick all the time. And I'm like, come on, man. Bruce Well, Willis. I mean, Killer, Killers is my second favorite album by them. So I get What's that, your first? But... Number of the Beast. What's your third? Uh, I'd probably have to go with Power Slave. Okay, Bruce wins. Thank you. Four, four would be the debut, so. <laughs> okay, what's five? I don't know, dude. It's I, all I did gonna a list. be Bruce. I did Bruce a list fucking, I did a, I did a list with Andy. He read it off on his show when I was on vacation. Uh, I can't remember exactly where it was in, but uh, yeah, I, I think I, it was Peace of Mind, I think. Hey, I have no problem. You guys like Deano. I just want to give you guys shit. I, I like. I, I mean, love Killers and I love Iron Maiden, but it took me a while to get into those albums because of the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. They reviewed it and I was hearing it underneath the thing. So I go, that sounds better than I remember. So I bought them and I love them now. So yeah, uh, I'm still, everybody tried to make a make a big deal about you know like Paul Diano and Bruce Dickinson didn't like each other. From what I heard, they loved each other. They still yeah. talk to them. We still hang out with them and have a drink. Steve with Harris them was there with Paul Deanna. Yeah, right? taking a picture. I mean, with and Stratton, right? Yep. That would have been cool to hear those songs performed by them. But uh, it, 
Oh, I, 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 I don't know if Daniel stayed with them. Can, I can't picture, like, I can picture Number of the Beast with Deano. That album. Really? Singing Hallowed Be Thy Name? Uh, yeah, because he, he does remember, he, he reminds he me a little Remember Tomorrow. But he can't do so. the Hallowed Be Thy Name. I don't know, he can reach some crazy highs. Um, you know, I can't reach the crazy heights, so what am I talking about? <laughs> Whatever. But, Whatever. Uh, I, I like Deano, but I like Dickinson. I hate Blaze, even though you're a Blaze nutswinger now. His, I'm not nutswinger. He's just growing on me, dude. I mean... Well, stop. It's like a fungus. You need to get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's my number one vocalist. No, I'm just kidding. All right, man. But, well, uh, let's, let's get What's to your number two? My number two is Paul Gilbert. Racer X, Mr. Big, solo albums. Yeah. That guy is a genius, man. He is. The guy is fucking so underrated. It fucking kills me. I love fucking Paul Gilbert. Good player. His last album, Werewolves in Cleveland or whatever, is pretty damn good. I haven't heard a bad Ooh. Paul Gilbert solo album. Or a bad yeah. Paul Gilbert album. So. Okay, let me see. Shit, lost my list. There it is. All right, number one. Yeah? Yeah, number one. Uh, okay, I'll probably get shit for this. I should say he's definitely in the 70s. But he gets no credit at all. No fucking credit at all. This is why we made a player. list to make it hard. You, made it easy. you put I two mean, that's easy. This guy still records fucking music with his band. Uh... Rick Nielsen, man. I know he's from the 70s. Give me shit for that. But, but the guy is a fucking phenomenal player. He does not get the recognition that he what deserves. What was his song? What? What was Rick Nielsen's song? I, I don't remember. Rick Nielsen's song? You said he did. Oh, you're talking about guitar player, Rick Nielsen. Yeah. Ah, I thought you were talking about the Rick Nielsen, not Ricky Nelson. Oh, okay. Cheap trick. Yeah, cheap trick. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Why don't we do a thing in the see? I was gonna do one in the seventies, but but I did. Like I said, I was so unclear with the parameters of this. But uh, he deserves. What, you're the one who came up with no guitar in the seventies or eighties. I don't know, but he popped in my mind all through this fucking thought process. Yeah, Rick Nielsen rules, but he's not an eighties <laughs> guitar player, man. You're killing the show. Here. He's still. He, he played in the eighties, but I'm talking about ones that came. <laughs> I know you're going to give me shit for it, but fuck it. I don't care. The guy deserves recognition. He does. <laughs> but we could do that on another show. <laughs> He'll be on that list, too. It could be the five <laughs> underrated guitar players of all time. I bet he'd be number one. Come on. It was a choice between him or Lindsey Buckingham, but he's from the 70s, too. Oh, God so. dang. Fuck me. <laughs> These guys deserve the recognition. Dude. Hey, Lindsey Buckingham does get recognition. <laughs> Not really. Yes, he does. He's a bluegrass fucking picker. He gets yeah, his recognition. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm quoting Rolling Stone. Don't fucking... Uh, yeah, never... yeah, fuck Rolling Stone. The fa- <laughs> I, I, we have groups where people just fucking suck on Lindsay's dick. So, come on. But fucking, you know, Rick Nielsen, man. Fucking one of the best showmen. Fucking great guitarist. I don't like the fact that his son's playing instead of Bunny, but that's not my choice. But well, Bunny still has a quarter control of the band. Yeah, so that's true. Bunny doesn't want to work, so he's getting what he wants, kind of. But uh, like I said, I'm sorry about that. But 
he deserves fucking mega, mega, mega fucking credit. He does in in another episode. <laughs> God, you just you made the parameters. All and right, you I, I, broke I, I, I goofed it. All right, excuse you me. Fucking but you all agree with me on the fucking how underrated he is. Though. He is, but for another <laughs> show. <laughs> Fuck, now you're going to talk about it on another show. Yeah, I, I no know you will, that. but fuck. <laughs> and then I get to my number one, who is of the fucking 80s. <laughs> fucking Nuno Bittencourt. Ah, Nuno's great, dude. Nuno fucking rules. He fucking rules. And Again, fuck though. you guys who fucking don't fucking like him because of Gary Sharon. Body fuck. of work, though. He doesn't have much. He's got a lot of extreme and he's got solo albums. Well, yeah, I guess so, but dude, that first that first fucking out the first two albums you give you is fucking Randy Rhodes has two albums and fucking a shitty quite right album, man. God dang (laughs) Randy sucks. Randy has two good albums. And there's a noodle doesn't have any look at those albums though, too. I mean, come on now. Well, look at fucking Dire of Man and Blizzard of Oz compared to Extreme Body Extreme fucking come play with me. That hey man, I'm all you know, rules. Don't get me wrong, but dude, that rhythm and funk he has nobody has that funk and rhythm except John Frusciante from the freaking Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, uh, you know, you hate them, but you know, John's a great guitar player. I should have put him on the list, but what did I read? What did I hear yesterday about Andy uh, Anthony Kiedis got beat up by security trying to sneak into a Rolling Stones concert or something like that? Did you hear about that? Oh, they didn't recognize him or something. Right, that's what it was. he wasn't sneaking in. He was invited. Oh, not sneak. Okay, trying to get in. They didn't recognize him. <laughs> He's got to get rid of that porn mustache, though, man. But uh, right. that was our show, man. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, share. Yep. Care and talk about us, you know. Like I said, I'm not a drunk. I only play one on the shows. And Rick Nielsen rules. No matter what Nielsen decade does it is. rule, dude. I could have picked Mike uh, Michael Sweet as a guitar player too. Shit. Michael Sweet rules. Oz Fox. I didn't pick them. <laughs> they fucking rule, but they were in the 80s. But uh pr- promote us, man. We love you. If you guys yep. subscribe to us. Jerry doesn't do it, but I subscribe right back to your page when you subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we're on the Rat Salad Network with the great Wayne Noon from the band Project Resurrect. Check his band out. Check me out on thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. I'll be on there for three to four and a half hours, man, because I don't know when to fucking stop. Oh, and shit. I'll- the Stoltos are making a run. Fuck. I'm down by five now. <laughs> oh shit. Well fuck this shit. I was not leaving on a good note. Fuck. <laughs> All right, brother. Us. All right, man. Take it easy, man. Love you. Love you too, brother. Bye-bye. Bye.